You're listening to BAU, Business as Unusual, the podcast that is shifting the way we think, interact and transact. Morning, Joe. Good morning, Pat. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Been a busy week. Has been a busy week. It's been, in, yeah, it's been fast, a bit of rapid, but strangely enough, it's been very, very calm down on the windy shank. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's a lull, isn't it, in the constant battle between the kind of southwesterlies and the kind of um, I guess kind of you know the northerlies that we get down here. So yeah, and the easterlies of late, but uh, it feels like life's taken over the the wind force. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nature's taking its foot off. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, other bits and pieces have kind of uh, started to jump in. Yeah, which is a hoot. So yeah, put up sail and let's see where we can go. Uh, all right. Yeah. Um, how about you? Yeah, very similar. So, yeah. you know, it's been a very, very, yeah, like it's just this time of year, I think. Yeah, um, yeah like I now tend to think of uh, of years as financial years. So I think running running a business, you tend to, um, it's not Jan 1 that's kind of um, the, I guess, the date in the calendar that you work to. Typically, it's June 30. So this time of year, it kind of, it goes up a notch um, in terms of kind of, you know, lots of different stuff that happens from, you know, kind of figuring out how you're going to kind of, you know, deal with the income that you've made through the accountant through to kind of, um, you know, making the plan for the years uh, to come. So kind of, you know, you reset your plans and then you've also, you're incredibly busy with the work that you have and the work that kind of comes in the door because clients tend to go, here's a whole bunch of stuff to, um, you know, quote on, tell us what to do with, etc. So yeah, it's, it gets busy. It gets really yeah. busy. Yeah. And hanging on. So here we are. Like a claw on a wall. <laughs> and so today we're getting ASOS, <laughs> we're getting... The feds off our back, and we're closing this thought experiment. <laughs> yes. And we're going yeah. to method, process, yeah. protocol around how to stitch up this thought experiment of taking democracy digital mm. um, yeah. and what that's going to look like. Now, have you had time to ruminate on this throughout this busy catching wind and all sorts of things yeah, as we head no, to speed I, towards the end of the year? I have. I definitely have. And I guess it's, you know, one, it's great that we're, we're getting a lot more listenership in Canberra. So that's, uh, that's, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but two, um, yeah, when you kind of think about the, the process piece of it, I think, you know, I've been trying to think about big blocks and then kind of like little kind of details that, and I guess kind of things that were, were bugging me. So I was thinking through is kind of like in a circular sense in that if the big block really is digital and that block actually has to be kind of distributed, then that by its nature directs that it has to be blockchain. Mm. So it has to be something like that, which is basically a distributed ledger. Everyone has their kind of thing that they could actually use, kind of put in, which makes a whole lot of sense. But then, you know, I kind of look at it as like, well, it would actually have to, it can't really sit inside the existing kind of control structure. So I was like, well, who would actually hold the record everyone would but it kind of gets back to this thing that i think democracy often gets caught up into is actually that um it came out of a property-based system you have land you have say and it kind of in a digital sense it's almost like it's hard i'm not sure if you found the same to move your thinking past that to be like it's actually in a digital sense this is my opinion in a digital world but no one owns it right yeah it's an interesting one with that one no one owns it but at the same time, I thought of people who might not have as much access to, like they might not have a bigger digital footprint. Yeah. And yeah. there we have that equity 
challenge again whoever actually owns that space has more say and it goes back to the dark ages so to speak yeah. and puts us yep. back a notch and surfs. Mm. yeah especially here in australia like there is a lot of people who don't have access to digital which yeah. would in our in this system in bringing democracy to digital would eradicate their voice essentially yep. um so how to work around that and how do you do that and how do you i don't know the educational piece around allowing um people and enabling people to have that say through the yep. using and uh through the action the actions being captured yeah like you'd almost have to have like an ngo <coughs> wouldn't you that kind of actually like is almost there to actually kind of help facilitate people being able to share share their perspective on kind of key issues that matter for sure and i think the tech is there it's just yeah whether where there is a as a society to be able to use it in in such a a way at such a large scale i think it'll be interesting to see this go out at a smaller scale but yeah it bring you back to your point around that property piece who owns it there's that Mm. friction there and i think I don't know, my answer to that is everyone owns it, but they own their own piece, mm. like in a in a happy world. Yeah, no, <laughs> for sure. But then it goes to that collating piece. Mm. But that's where I think this is where some of this blockchain tech can come in handy. It's when you ask a data set a question, because now you can have data sets that aren't harbored in one spot, they're harbored all around. Exactly. And so you don't have to have it in one central place but you can ask the data a question and it feeds the answer from that set yeah yeah because it's like the data the data integrity isn't the issue is it so like i think the the data would would have strong integrity it's then kind of it does the data have intention so in terms of actually kind of is it directional and actually what it's saying so yes it carries opinion but in terms of kind of how it's stored and kind of how it's used is there actually intention because what i've been thinking about is like on the star wars scale and i'll ask you this question back you know like where do you think this would land like if you've got the kind of the emperor is kind of the (laughs) ultimate form of evil you've got darth vader kind of in the middle could be good could be bad depending upon the situation and then you've kind of got luke um or kind of yoda at one end of the truest kind of expression of kind of the force of good you know i'm i'm kind of like you know interested in where you think the intention of this data would actually land i think this is like a massive philosophical question and i was trying to go through it yesterday Mm -hmm. i think we're we're in the midst of trying to unravel where we are once again 2022 and just trying to understand the human condition and then understanding that onto this ledger that we're creating to make digital democracy is i think it's more of the same um i think we're gonna have to exist and there will be forces to use that analogy pulling the data in different ways and trying to skew it in different ways i think from a design mindset trying to put in the protocols to acknowledge that that is actually the human condition and Hmm. to lack of a better word it's sort of our strength and our biggest weakness yeah um because it checks and balances in a way so it can't have a say like that's what i've kept coming back to like it's not it can't actually act as a vote and that's that's what i've been kind of in terms of that data like the data itself so it's actual intention towards 
action or its bias towards action, depending upon how you would kind of um, talk about that terminology wise, depending on those yeah. multiple debates about, you know, is there inherent bias in it? There's, but it's actually its intention. So it can't have an intention towards action. I think what it actually has to have is an intention towards neutrality, which is that this is perspective. And then, you know, the, the kind of the fundamentals of society in terms of kind of, you know, at what, who, it doesn't really change very much around how our system actually works because it's not it's not necessarily that our systems are broken mm. it's more that actually kind of what happens is that our politics right have actually become the um uh, skewed in that kind of you know we tend to try to find this middle ground but this would actually reorientate the middle ground right so it's kind of this is what i've been thinking yeah, a lot okay. about is that you would say so let's just say because it's topical for example mm. in north america at the moment so um kind of pro-life versus yeah. kind of, um, you know, the the rights of a woman to actually have, um, you know, basically ownership over her own body. Mm. And that debate, like in the US, if you really look at it, yeah. you dig into it, what the case of that is, if you actually really had the data in terms of actually kind of, and people do opinion polls on all of this sort of stuff, etc. But it directly skews um, along kind of religious lines so you know when you look at it it tends to be a little bit more rural and then a little bit more kind of you know classic kind of um you know what they would have called the bible belt um back in back in my days in in school like the the south or the kind of the southern the southern states but the schism that exists in the u.s has always existed along these things which is that north versus south has been one's more libertarian one is more conservative and Mm -hmm. that's that's just the nature of it but you would get the nuance of what that actually means, right? So you'd have a much stronger perspective on really what people think, not what they think they have to say, but actually what they truly believe Mm. under all of that. And I'd be curious, really curious to kind of see where that would actually land. Cause I think it would probably, it would probably land actually maybe even a little bit more conservative than perhaps we might think. Yeah. Okay. You reckon the pro versus women's rights well just land, as yeah. a like just just as yeah. a thought experiment but yeah like directionally i i do i think it might be a bit more conservative because in terms of pro-life you think it would yeah, yeah yeah like but in that there might be a really there's probably a nuance around what that actually means, means yeah right what yeah. that actually so you means. sort of saying it you think there'll be more this sort of da- this sort of approach to making democracy digital mm. and can be built into a ledger or the process to be able to maybe unearth a bit more of the gray matter. It's not so black and white. Yeah. And in that gray, I think that's what um, we're trying to- The middle sits. Yeah. And we're trying to join black and white issues at at the moment. And that's kind of what I think this would do. But then like in system design, it has to be neutral, Mm. right? Because even in polling, when you actually look at it, there's always intention in the polling, depending upon how that's interpreted, how it's worded, et cetera. But actually- asking this set of questions and it would be would it need someone to set the questions that's where you know this was kind of the last thing i was thinking about who asked the question and how is it written yeah who does that yeah who does that is an interesting i think that's where it'd have to be polled you know but then who puts forward the proposition and where does that choice come from is a big yeah in a in an absolute ideal world you would hope that somehow I don't know. It's a weird space because then yeah. there's a part of me that's like, I want the algorithm to set it. Like, if you yeah, can create but an absolute might be it. great algorithm that can sort of yeah. learn off itself, but then but then does it become setting, omnipotent? Exactly. Yeah. So you sort of land in this really yeah. weird space. But 
I don't know. I, it's hard because it's like getting democracy in digital. You really start hitting this yeah. space of feeling like you're surrendering to the robots. Like that's what would really freak a lot of people out. I think. Yeah. Is so is this is point. the question right? Because this is this is the like yeah. you know like um, I don't know if that's we're talking about process now. We're talking about big fear. Hey, no, but it's one. a process. Yeah. It is yeah. actually like it, it. No, it is a process question. It's a big block of the process, and it's it's actually not philosophical. Yeah. Because like, is the question self-correcting, and yeah. in being self-correcting, therefore, does it actually have intention? Yeah. And if it has intention in the process, therefore, it actually controls the process because it it actually projects bias yeah right so it's like in in process design i think this is like when i was thinking through it, i was like okay i can get past that i can see that i can see how if it doesn't have intention it's neutral <clears throat> called the voice of the people i get all of that <laughs> but then i was like who writes the question yeah who writes it it'd be great if it but then it is who writes the algorithm because i'm going it'd be great uh. no one writes the question yeah but you have to start the process, and that process is starting the algorithm, designing yeah. it, even if it is self-generating. But then it does become like what you're saying. That is more. That's more philosophical. Yeah. But in process, yeah. would you say that there would be like a who like is there a representative body that vetoes these questions? Because yeah, who does it? Well, I always looked at this thinking it wasn't yeah. going to be a question. It was literally. A capturing so yeah, you're, you're seeing behavior yeah so i'm yeah. seeing like pools of how do you show up how do you yeah. what do you support and yeah. actions being captured in a in a data pool yeah. and then that being represented but then it comes down to the questions around who sets the question around who creates the pool shelves like how do you define those areas where yeah. the data falls in exactly and how does that skew so yeah there's bias there well, in either way, because yeah. like, I, I mean, I kind of saw it like like you, like there's there's two ways it could go. Like the kind of the idea of the voice of the people is the, it, could, it could be part behavioral, it could be part senses. Yeah. Like there's many different ways in the process you could design this thing to to work and be representative. But then the, the ultimate process question is the intentionality of the question set that's actually put and even what you look for, right? So a census. You'd have to come down to a modern day constitution. So yeah. it'd be like a protocol. Yep. And it's set. This is how you define it each year. Yep. And it'll have to be voted on, refined, reiterated as a people, whoever want to get really involved in that. There's a voting process to get like it Like a Wikipedia. To, yeah, mm. to a degree. And it's yeah. like a set process methodology about how we do it. So, it's clear. Yeah. Um, and people can have a vote on that. So, it's, it's still bias, whoever, but it's sort of a bit more transparent, I suppose. And then you're sort of governed by that. And when mm -hmm. you reevaluate that that um, protocol, I suppose to speak, that governs how those questions or how that data is pulled, yep. is every ten, five years, just come up to speed with time and where everyone's sitting. Because that's one of the big roadblocks I think that we see in common day democracy is that we're basing our our constitutions and the way that we govern ourselves of something that was created years and years ago and it isn't digital, it isn't a no, representative exactly. of the way we work. And that's across democracy. So, yep. I think that would be an interesting play. But how how we get to that point, someone still has to write that. But it, I think it has to be scrutinised by the people and a vote, essentially. You can't have the data there, these opinion. Yep. So, yep. then we get back to that. We're still in opinion skews, but maybe we have to break down the two-party thing. 
Yeah, well, that might have to be that, um, you know, if you think about it from from a kind of overall design sense is that they'll they has to there has to be a design or mm. in that ER, it's it's kind of how is that actually shaped so that kind of it is open and transparent for, for people. So, I mean, there's certainly there's lots of um, things that come through, but it's kind of in the crafting of that. There is of there's often a group that actually has to has to be able to do that. Bring yeah. it through, and then the, yeah, it's very true. Yeah, and then the last, the last piece, and um, yeah, like we might have to do this over two episodes because we're digging, digging Dude. deep. But is is incentives, right? Yeah. So kind of what's the what's the incentive, right? So yes, to kind of be part of all of this, that's about citizenship, <clears throat> and there's interesting ways to do that. But then the incentive is is what, right? Because there's carrots and sticks that go with that. Does it work like our voting system here in Australia, or is it more that you know to, to get you know? tax credit whatever it actually is like this kind of like what's the incentive to be a part of this yeah it's a good question um i always feel i think it's very altruistic and probably not based in reality is it is your ticket to having a say in the future that you're going to live and pass on but yep. no that's good like that's that's a very strong that's a very strong um carrot yeah Yeah. but do we have sticks (laughs) yeah that's true what is the stick yeah this comes back to your no this comes back to your sausage um your sausage (laughs) sausage and fine what is the digital sausage yeah yeah okay (laughs) the digital (laughs) sausage bread and optional sources would be I don't know, some weird coin that you get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You spend it at spend it God at knows where on the to, moon. Go to Bunnings. Yeah, yeah go to oh, Bunnings and spend it. Some, someone will um, fund it. But yeah. yeah, what did you have any ideas on stick? Or sausage. I don't know what we call it. Well, well I mean, they're I, sort of the same, sticking a sausage. Yeah. Well, no, well, yeah. I guess they're same, they are, shape. same shape. Um, different, different ways. So, incent- the incentives in, in the process design, and we kind of, you know, I think to come back is that it has to join up and be circular. So, how? So, if you imagine the process, we're actually stepping through. Yeah. We're saying that kind of intentions, mm. kind of that the data set itself can't really have one. So, therefore, it has to be neutral. It can't have an action orientation there's kind of almost like the the information that it's trying to gather this big kind of data lake and how it builds it mm. and how those questions are formed and then it's kind of the the incentive somehow has to help balance those things and kind of actually have it come through so like is that certification is it like star systems like is it what is it that kind of actually you know one shows your participation but as a as a citizen of anything like you know even if you think about democracy at its very very simple sense really what we get back from the state is the fact that there's law and broadly like security Mm. in terms of that at a at at least at a national border level there's someone who's trying to keep the things that we keep within this space, they're trying to keep kind of keep evil at bay, so to speak. Right? Yeah, or that there's, that's there's integrity in, yeah. in something. But yeah, like, that, like I think it's going to take us a fair bit of time. So, <laughs> like unpacking that bit because this is where I got really stuck. Yeah, right. I got I was kind of like, okay, well, incentives. How? Like I can see how you'd resolve the information thing. I think you'd have to have like a center for this. People would have uproar, but as, I think if it's transparent, right, you'd have you'd have people who'd be like, look, this is just not, you know, yeah, because like, that's the nature. Once you put anyone in a position at any but level, that's what I think. Yeah. Sorry to jump in, but I reckon. That's just thinking on it. I think that's where our representative, like using the 
the system that we have now maybe works for there. Does it? No. Like in, ter- in terms of something <laughs> familiar to build from, it doesn't work. No, no. But it's like an easy sort of, yeah. we've lived with it. Yeah, but then all we're doing is just, yeah, this is why, like, I think it's really good to keep, like, harking on this. So, like, so maybe we are stuck at that point. That might be how we have to try to resolve that to get to the incentives. But the worry, like, the ultimately that comes out of all of this, so come back to our Star Wars scale, mm. is that you kind of end up in this middle ground, which is that you're trying to, you've got a slight good bias, but then through little death cuts, what actually happens, you end up becoming evil, right? So you kind of sit in the middle, you know, you were kind of um, Luke, and then you literally yeah. turned into some kind of, you know, death Jedi, right? Because the temptation is always is always there. And I think that in our system is that this is one of the, the huge issues in digital transformation is that the legacy system that was there it can't be in the future it actually has to change Mm. form in terms of how its power structure works Mm. Mm. it's true and which i suppose the decentralization is trying to do that but then we're coming back to that we need a central voice yeah and who Mm. controls that central voice yeah and who shapes that representative, whether it's pro- a constitution, modern day, or a protocol that you have to follow? Who writes that? Yeah. All right. So, we're we, we going to have one more crack at that? Like, say so that's what we should do next week. We have like one was, more crack. I want to hear no. your sausage again. That's a problem we have to get through. But, all, right. all right. Let's say we get through that. And it's, okay. Yeah, we're fine. We're, we're working through that. Yeah. Then we get to this next bit. What is the incentive? Well, I think it has to be like very similar to what, like in in my head, like I keep coming. So to be a citizen, so it actually has to answer that question. And I don't have like a firm answer, right? But I think like the homework is kind of like to be a citizen in this thing. Why do I actually participate? And I participate because there's there's a level of certainty that actually comes from it because really what we're talking about is that rather than have like polls Mm. and rather than have like these things that are just trying to be representative samples this is the sample the sample is the whole country yeah so in the sample sample and it's it the sample design like you might have to like have everyone vote on the questions or there might have to be 20 different forms of the question and it iterates like these are yeah lots of different things but i guess we're trying to say is that the work to be done and to be thought about is to how do you not have it become just a centralized, you know, the organization for data collection of Australia. I can already see it already. Um, (laughs) If you need brand work um, at the contenders, Um, but like, that's what you'd worry about. Yeah. Um, And just how easy it is to manipulate from there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. So one more crack next week at it. We're having crack and then we're landing at citizen because I think that's a deep thought to to go, what does that actually mean in a digital world? Yeah. But I feel like that's going to flow off of. Yeah. All right. Well, let's have one more crack at it. All right. So that centrist thing. We'll try to figure that out. All right. You up for that? Yeah, I'm up for that. No, I am too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. So we'll try to figure that out. And then I think this the the notion of kind of the this, the digital citizen yeah like that feels like it just flows on from there yeah hmm. can I share one thing yeah of course you can yeah so this is going off the back of last night yeah. thinking about all of this and this <laughs> there's something that lands so strange when trying to understand and figure out why humanity is the way that it is hmm. and like looking at it at a historical perspective. And it came from a conversation around climate change and like having young children and everything like that and feeling like 
as some, whether it's culturally embedded or whether it's not, is this impending doom that every generation feels like it has to mm. confront. And I, I was trying to console somebody just saying, I think everyone has that as we grow up. It's something in us. Astrosynopolis had the sky falling on their head. Yeah. We've got climate change. Yep. My dad's generation had Russians, Americans, some idiot could hit the button. Yep. Now we've sort of got a combination of the two. Yeah, but, it is, we do. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. that's like the human condition. But then we're coming to that Luke Skywalker Jedi vibe thing, which is the balance of power. How do you balance it? And mm. I think that's where there's the opportunity, but also like the biggest challenge is how to execute that well. And I feel like at the time that we're living right now is literally that. Yeah. And it's, it is those decisions are being made, whether we know it or not. Mm. Like as you said so well about going – from analog to digital and legacy how does that look and how does that go and how do people grow and how do people participate those decisions are actually being made and i don't think there has been that much thought around it no i think there is in certain sectors for sure um in certain areas but not broadly speaking definitely not at government level no definitely not across across society yeah so the i guess the the thought there is that the the bias in humanity is mm. is what right and in in my thinking about this like i've you know because i often come back to this anyway is like i think the intention for most people is towards good mm. right because in good therefore you create group right so kind of like you know humans have an altruistic street because to be in a group meant it means lots of different things but broadly it means protection mm. and acceptance and the fact that you can also propagate and the fact that you're going to be able to to live on right so the the isolated individual is always the person who ends up kind of doing the thing at any level right it's just it's you know that's the basis of where what we bring into this um as we structure our societies the other part of it though is that in our system design we tend to design to catch the not the good right we tend to design for the problem the problems that will arise not necessarily the good that we want to enhance and i think that's so much of how why we kind of almost we go through these like loops the the real you know i mean this is this probably takes us into kind of a whole different space but the real issue we face at the moment is those loops are getting quicker mm. so the feed that feedback loops are actually speeding up mm. right so and that's in our own world in terms of in digital cycle but then it's also in our, in the natural world mm forget about where you believe we're at and i don't even mind you can argue that you know you don't believe that we've created the climate emergency that we're in it doesn't actually matter what actually matters is that actually the end of this era that was broadly benign towards us that the feedback loop that is giving us is more severe Mm -hmm. right it is and how do we process that and grow from that that's the big questions yeah but i think this this these things about being able to kind of be more participative in kind of you know growing this good i think is really really important Mm. and we're not i don't know i don't think we're there yet but when you look around if you look for it there's a lot of things that like directionally are really really positive that said there are also a lot of things that we're kind of coming up against so that we've always done we hit these moments and you know the pandemic is one of them these things where we fall over so then the question is is kind of how do you build you know not like wanky build back better like because that's just nonsense but that's just you know the the issue really is is about kind of what do you do with it when these things actually happen but we as 
humans, we live in these loops too. And that's part of the human condition. I don't think we necessarily see it. Yeah, I think that's so well said. So for next week to land this big spaceship that we've been traveling today. Citizenship Mm. with a mix of decent like that. Or breaking yeah. it away from Australian data ship or yeah. the world the world data ship. <laughs> yeah. Organization. Yeah. Yeah. Breaking away from that and putting it in yeah. a decentralized way. Exactly. Like proper. Done. What does that look like? All right, Pat. That sounds really good. All cool. Right. Well, Thanks, it's Joe. hard work, but yeah. uh, but fun. Yeah. <laughs> nice traveling with you, mate. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you for listening to BAU Business as Unusual. Subscribe and learn more at BAUPod.co. That's B-A-U-P-O-D dot co.